Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And good morning to all you fishermen, hunters, and people who otherwise have nothing else to do on a Saturday morning. Glad to have you on this National Play Outside Day. Will you be celebrating by going outside? Boy, we sure need more of that. Well, I'll be going out, and I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. Uh, also, I want to tell you, this is April Fool's Day, but we got nothing planned for you on this show as far as April Fool tricks. But uh, we do have the opening, uh, finally, of the Louisiana turkey season. We now join Mississippi and Alabama hunters. Had a youth weekend last weekend, but uh, the big boys and old guys and girls can get out there and hunt them this morning. And to provide a little motivation for you, here it is, our annual message from the beady-eyed bird. And there you go. There's a challenge from the beady-eyed bird for you turkey hunters this morning. I got another challenge coming up in the second hour of the show. I'm going to head up head against a uh, DJ Rhett in the crawfish cook-off in Chack Bay. We'll talk to DJ, and uh, I think he's going to give me a concession speech, so be tuned in for that. Also want to thank the folks at Scott Marine. If you were tuned in last week, Lucio, Riley Cooper, Mo, Ed Wilmer stopped by, and special thanks for Ed for that custom-made wing bone. And all the listeners who stopped by or texted in, uh, we had a great time in Alberta, Alabama. You might want to stop by and see those guys. Got a great operation over there. Also got a question for you, the audience, this morning. This year's Bassmaster Classic was won by a Canadian, Jeff Gustafson. Now, Jeff gave credit to his live scope for locating the fish that earned him the $300,000 cash prize along with the Bassmaster Classic title. Then we had the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club members. If you were looking at their chat on uh, social media this week, they entered into a spirited debate whether motorized kayaks should be allowed to compete in its tournaments. There's people for, against, pros, and cons. My question for you is, is there too much high technology in competitive fishing? Do you think we need to go back to the basics and disallow some of this high-tech gear that's giving people an advantage. Text your opinion along with your reports, your comments, your questions. Our text line is 504-260-1870. We also have the case of a couple of fishing tournament cheaters that have been convicted with the use of forensic science. If you're hungry for crawfish, might have the solution. That head-on boil competition I'm in is also an all-you-can-eat crawfish day. It's going to be Crawdaddy's Crawfish Boil Off. Benefits a lot of nonprofits at the Chack Bay Fairgrounds. Doors will open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I get this. All you can eat crawfish for only 20 bucks for adults, 10 and under for $5. You cannot beat that. 
Come by and see us, and uh, we'll say hello to you if you can stop by. Also, your Coastal Marine forecast is coming up next with a fishing report from Robbie Campo. We've got Eric Mohabarak with the results of last weekend's City Park Bass Rodeo. Update Mike Gallo on the fishing trip for the honor of Sam Barbera. We'll see how that auction's going. And a whole lot more of the stuff you and I love to talk about on this National Play Outside Day. And you're listening to it on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we've got your St. Bernard Parish Fishing Report with Robbie Campo coming up. But first, I want to give you the Coastal Marine forecast. If you're headed out today to enjoy the great outdoors and try to put a few fish in the ice chest, uh, calling for small craft caution out in the Gulf today. There's going to be southwest winds, only 5 to 10 knots, calling for 2 to 3-foot seas on the interior lakes and bays. They're saying a west wind, which uh, I like the west the least, 5 to 10 with a light chop. Got a good tide range, though, one full foot of uh, tidal movement, and the Mississippi River is at 11-1 and continuing to rise. Let's check in with uh, Robbie Campo down at Shell Beach and find out what's been happening there. Robbie, I didn't get many reports midweek. What was going on this week? Why was everybody so quiet down there? Well, I, I tell you, Don, you know, from last Sunday to Tuesday was phenomenal. I mean, plenty of redfish, plenty of speckled trout hit the table over here by the marina. Uh, but Wednesday and Thursday, you know, we had that weather come through and not too much went on Wednesday and Thursday. Yesterday started to pick back up a little bit. Um, you know, uh, you know, weather, you know, this time of the year, it's just all weather related, whether you're going to get them or you're not going to get them, you know, whether your day's going to be fun or it's just going to be a boat ride. So, um, nevertheless, that's what took place here earlier in the week. Um, we have some live shrimp this morning, so it's first come, first serve. So if you want live shrimp, get ahead to get them. Um, we got, you know, we got about, I would say, maybe four or 5,000 live shrimp on hand, maybe maybe 5,000 on hand today. Um, they're not living really well. They're really big. They're like a 31, 35-pound shrimp. But, but nevertheless, I mean, it's still something to put on the hook. We have plenty of dead shrimp here. 
Um, Don, I wanted to tell you, if you're coming in to fish St. Bernard's Parish today, we had this Irish, Italian, Islanders parade going on on Judge Perez today. So um, your only two outlets to get out of here are the St. Bernard Highway to Raleigh Boulevard to back to Judge Perez, or you're going to have to go out Jacob Drive, which is right at the uh, right past Valero, and you hang a right there and go through those back streets to get out to 510. So <clears throat> with that said, if today's your day to fish and you want to come on down, hey, hook the left at the bridge and come on and see us. Tiwi's got the food truck opened up, and we they're serving breakfast biscuits, and, man, we've got things happening down here. Just waiting for somebody to get here, Don. Man, they tell me that Pee Wee's is worth a drive just down there if you're not even going fishing. He's got good stuff down. I'm telling you, it got, it's really, really good. Yeah, you know, some of your best foods found in Louisiana is out of food trucks and food trailers. So, you know, and, and this this here is just happens to be just one of them. And I tell you, it's it's really good. Um, you know, I just got a text in someone that works for the Wyklowski Bridge. And they want to let the fishermen know it's going to be closed to marine traffic for at least a week, maybe two. So I guess the bridge is uh, going to be in the downward position or at least closed off. Yeah, Don, it's it's been giving problems, and it, so it's it's closed for boat traffic. So um, if you want to go fish that Hopedale area, uh, you're going to have to run down to Mister Go and go in through Hopedale. If you're coming from, you know, if you're coming from Shell Beach or Proctor's Landing or Fort Beauregard States, you're going to have to run down and go, you know, go go around. You're not going to be able to go through the bridge, that's for sure. And I tell you, Don, most of the fish that was caught this week was on the south side of the Mr. Go. And, uh, yeah, but I tell you, yesterday we started to see a few fish being caught over in Anastasio and in on the Long Rock. So you have options, people. You know, uh, today with a southwest wind blowing, I would think behind the dam is going to be a good spot all the way down towards Anastasio, fishing on you know on the south shoreline of uh, the Mister Go. Uh, I think you could still catch some fish down there today. All right, great advice. Thanks for the report, Robbie, and keep us up to date. Uh, thanks for that information on the parade. I don't think that's going to interfere with people coming early, but going home and uh, certainly people are going to be fishing later in the day. They need to take your advice and uh, circumvent it. All right, Don, talk to you next week, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. Robbie Campo at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. All right, we're taking your text messages. Got a few coming in. Also asking you this question, is there too much high technology allowed in competitive tournaments? Uh, Should kayakers be allowed to put a motor on their kayak if they're fishing in a tournament where the other contestants are pedaling or paddling? And also in the Bass Masters, now, of course, it's legal, and everybody in there probably uses live scopes, but uh, it helps them find the fish, and the guy who just won it credits the use of a live scope. Does it take away and diminish the talent of finding fish without the use of electronics? What do you think? 504-260-1870. We'll be back right after this timeout. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, today, Jeff Brule, our freshwater field reporter, is going white perch fishing. He's not bass fishing, but he's got some bass reports for us, and he does that each and every week. His reports are brought to you by Pure Fishing, the distributors of Spiderwire, which now has the most abrasion-resistant conventional braided line by introducing DuraBraid. It's 25% tougher than conventional braids. You can get it anywhere from 60 to 80-pound test. And it backs up its claim as being the toughest, brightest line by producing stronger knots and unequaled shock absorbency. Check it out, DuraBraid by Pure Fishing. Good morning, Jeff. I don't want to hold you up from your white perch trip, but uh, you got some information to share with us. Number one, how has the white perch fishing been? And I understand the full moon next week is going to probably step it up another level. Yep, they're starting to move back into some of the pockets. Uh, what we caught this week seemed to be close to the river and kind of moving back into the pockets you get to the dead ends and they wasn't there we caught a lot of uh, male white perch a little smaller but i think next week with the full moon with the water temperatures back in the 60s uh, we're going to have another little wave of spawners come in and the same thing before some getting across other areas of the state uh, they just kind of scattered and then you start finding some pockets or a point and you'll you'll catch a few more fish again you can find them some of them shallow and deep, and if you find a lay down or something in one of these pockets, they might have a few fish on them. I always check those because they stage up on that before they move into the bank. Sometimes you can catch a few fish off one top. But overall, just kind of look for some primary wood cover and early parts of the pockets, and you should be able to find some white perch. Jeff, uh, we're in April. We've, spring has sprung. People start thinking about catching those bedding brim. What's the latest on the brim situation? Uh, they've not bedded up, but you know, I'm starting to see uh, schools of them around some of the lily pads, and they're feeding up on minnows and crickets and stuff like that. You can kind of get around these pad fields, and you'll catch a few nice brim. They're just starting to come in and gather up, and usually next month uh, in May is when they really start spawning and, and, the, and make the beds, and they'll do that May, June, July, pretty much all summer. But uh, you can just get some gulp cricket or live crickets under a cork and even just a little pack of worms for these young anglers. And sometimes that'll keep them interested enough to uh, catch a few fish and go fishing with you. Jeff, a uh, big bass really showed up well this year in north Louisiana. Where are we on the situation with the spawn right now as far as bass? Where are they? I think you have most of those are probably pretty much done. I'm not seeing a lot on the river when I'm fishing, like waking on the bank. I see one here, one there. Uh, so you'll have a few moved up, but I think they've already done the major spawning periods already happened. So, but uh, they are catching a lot of big fish in these uh, lakes and rivers. I know locally you get this shad migration. You have a saltwater shad that comes in and moves up the river. I'm starting to see those flick around some of the treetops and bushes and stuff. So you want to keep a lookout for the owls and the white birds 
that are hanging on the bank. They're not just there to socialize. They're looking for them shads, start flicking. And usually the bass aren't that far behind them. They'll be in the lily pads. So if I was telling them I've got to go, you uh, say, bass fishing on the rivers, I'd tell them to throw top waters and soft jerk baits, white frogs. But kind of look at those places where you might see some shad moving uh, on the main river. Uh, and like I said, I think the spawn's pretty much done in our area, and I'm pretty sure most of the other parts of the state it's about over with because uh, that warm weather in February and that kind of made the big wave come in. Good stuff. You know, Jeff, here in South Louisiana doing this Lenten season and we're approaching uh, Passover and Good Friday and Easter, a lot of people are looking for seafood dishes. Can you give us some tips on catching catfish, which is probably one of the most available and accessible fish that we have in the state? Yeah, I'm getting reports, uh, you know, guys that are bass fishing, from Chef Pass and around the lakes, they're, you know, they're catching catfish um, when they're throwing some of their soft plastics and stuff around. Uh, blue cats and flatheads, they, they migrate each spring into our local rivers to spawn. And um, they can be pretty easy to catch, just using any kind of smelly bait on the bottom. Now, flatheads, they like live bait. They're live bait eaters, so they're a little bit harder to catch. Most time you got to catch them on a, some type of live bait on a line or a jug or something like that. But... Dead shrimp, chicken livers, uh, Berkeley catfish, power baits, just thrown on the bottom. Is around any kind of deep hole or bend in the river. Sometimes you can catch a bunch of catfish, and you just got to clean them down to the white meat and remove any of that silver skin or fatty meat from them. And they work great, fried, stewed, grilled, just about any way you want to cook them. They're actually a good table fare fish. Yep, that's probably one of the best we've gotten, the most uh, overlooked. Well, Jeff, thanks for the report. Uh, go get those white perch, and we'll be looking for you next time you come with us. We really appreciate you checking in. All right, sounds like fun. Thanks, Don. All right, that's Jeff Rule, our freshwater field reporter, reporting on those uh, white perch. Some people call them crappie, and, of course, in south Louisiana, sakalay. All right, we come back after this. We're going to get to some of you. In fact, let me get to some of your text messages right now while we got just a couple of minutes before the next break. Uh, we got Justin in the Gentilly Refuge checking in. He watches our Bayou Wild TV show early on uh, Saturday mornings. We come on at 4 a.m. before this show on Channel 54, My 54, which is a sister station of WWL Television. Uh, he said it was one of the most delicious episodes he's ever seen. He probably gained five pounds. Just watching it. The title of this week's, by the way, if you haven't seen it, is uh, Beauty and the Boucheret. Miss Louisiana Gracie Reichman uh, came out to Chef John Foltz's Boucheret up at White Oak Estates and Plantation up in Baton Rouge. And, boy, we had a great time and enjoyed some really good food. Uh, let's see. We got, oh, Wingbone. We're going to start calling you Wingbone. That's Ed Miller from Wilmer, Alabama, where he came over to Scotts Marine and got to meet Ed in person and uh, really enjoyed our talk. And I tell you what, you got a talent on those Wingbone calls, Ed. You might want to consider going commercial with them. Uh, we got a congratulations to Luke Brayland, who is uh, AKA, he's known as the Frog Lawyer. I've seen him, the Frog Judge. On this show, he's. The frog lawyer. Anyway, he won boats on the bayou at the City Park Rodeo. 6.3-pound bass to catch, take first place. That is a very nice fish coming out of those waters and that time constraint that you had to catch him, Luke. Congratulations. And the Lafayette Yakker says it was the boudin that did it. It energized him and got him going. Well, I can believe that. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we got some more of your text messages. Shoot us one. What about our question for you this morning? Uh, would you rather see high technology not be allowed and go back to basic fishing skills 
for either kayak tournaments or for bass tournaments or any tournaments at all. 504-260-1870. We'll be back after this three-minute pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, your text messages are coming in at 504-260-1870. Your fishing reports, your comments, your questions. That's how we communicate with you on Saturday mornings. Love to hear from you. All right, let's see where we left off. Uh, here we go. Say good morning, Mr. Don, sitting here with the grandkids, Riley and Dax, sipping coffee, listening to the show. They're headed to a car show in Ponchatoula, enjoying the show. All right, uh, that's one way to get outdoors, enjoy a car show. We also got uh, a wish for good luck on them bugs. Yeah, I'll be competing in a mano y mano boiling competition with DJ Rhett. Uh, I think I've got the, the advantage, experience, and the, the, the improved products and the equipment and everything. We're going to be talking to DJ a little bit later on. He's going to be giving us a challenge, kind of like that turkey challenge. Either that or he's going to tell me he's not going to show up. He might just back out. I don't know. All right, we're hearing uh, that was from the worm. We've also got uh, this comment. The kayaks in bass tournaments have gone crazy. Some yaks have dual-side scan, mini power poles, motors, and other electronics, and high-priced batteries. This doesn't include tackle. All in some fishing kayaks are over 20 grand. Just crazy. Such a simple sport gone high-tech. Well, yeah, you know, but... He says it's unfair if uh, everybody doesn't have that stuff, and uh, not everybody does. Of course, in the, when you get into the level of the Bassmaster Classic, every one of them's got every piece of technology to give them the advantage. But I guess the real question, and they had a real spirited debate. In fact, it's still going on with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Some members think kayak fishing should remain plain and simple, and others say, no, if you can get it and it's available and it's legal, go for it. What do you think? 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy. Back with your text messages right after. Well, let's see. Let's uh, we got to pause just ten seconds, and we'll do that to let our local stations identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we have Jay Bull. He's checking in. Uh, he doesn't have the steel man. He's overseas this month. He's hitting the Mr. Go from the Wrigley's. He plans to stop all along the channel, starting with the wall. Big Bird T and the River headed out. No live shrimp at Wrigley's. Oh, that's sad. We'll see what happens. Quail poppers for last night for dinner. Yeah, those are excellent. Uh, let's see. They're taking sign-ups for the Carnarvon Bass Trail. That's down in Braithwaite. Uh, we'll, and we're going to get an update on the results next Saturday. All right. Here's one that says, good morning, Don. I don't believe in all them fancy gadgets to give a person the advantage over the fish. Kayak fishing should stay unmotorized. Just saying. Real fishermen are hard to find these days. Uh, here's one that says, I plan to go outside and play by mowing the lawn and planting peas and beans here in Mobile. I think unless all the competitors have the same technology, it could definitely present an unfair advantage in a competition. Also, thank you again for the wonderful Boucheret memories on this latest episode of Bayou Wild TV. That's from my friend over in Alabama, David Hubble. All right, uh, if you got a, a comment, question, fishing report, or make a comment on this uh, high-tech fishing. In fact, uh, our bad boy involves high-tech forensic science, convicting a couple of guys on that one. All right, speaking about that crawfish cook-off, that's going to be at the Chack Bay Fairgrounds. 11 a.m. this morning. I, I don't think you're going to find a better deal at any cook-off, any restaurant, takeout for $20. All you can eat crawfish? No, you're not going to beat that. All right, now on the 15th of April, that's uh, two weeks from today, 
Dreams come true. Rain or shine also has a crawfish contest. I will not be competing, but I'll be judging in that one. If you would like to enter, there's a $100 entry fee that covers the crawfish and your registration. You just need to bring a, a hose and a wash bucket, and you set up at 7, you pick up at 8, and uh, we'll be judging them at 11 a.m. And, of course, uh, all the visitors get to eat the crawfish, and it's all uh, a good cause raising funds for a nonprofit organization called Dreams Come True, which is a really unique and wonderful organization. I wanted to pass this along to you. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, dogs. I, I don't think uh, I've ever had a period in my life where I did not own a dog. Well, maybe when I was in the Army and I was overseas, I didn't have a dog then. had a cat. That was not a good experience. But anyway, the French Bulldog is now taken over as the most popular breed of dog. Labrador Retrievers, which has usually been the king, they've been knocked down to number two. Number three is the Golden Retriever. Number four, German Shepherd. They're always up there, too. Number five, Poodles. Bulldogs, number six. Rottweilers, number seven. Uh, the Very Lovable Beagles, number eight. The Hard-Headed Dachshunds, number nine. And uh, my all-time favorite is number ten. That is the German Shorthair Pointer. All right, what's your favorite dog? 504-260-1870. We got the backstrap stacker checking in. Uh, $20,000 for a boat you have to pedal is a little crazy. Spend a few extra dollars and get a real boat. Giving the turkeys a break this weekend to get some honeydews out of the way. Y'all have a good one. Speaking of turkeys in Alabama, Mitch Jurisich is having a field day over there. They got him gobbling and hooting and hollering and Gobbler's being taken. We'll talk to him and also get an update from the Delta Marina down there at the uh, in, in near the Empire area and get some fishing reports information for you. That's coming up next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And turkey season is uh, going to be open and uh, one half hour before sunrise in Louisiana for everyone. Last weekend was a youth weekend. It's already been open in Alabama and Mississippi, uh, Louisiana turkey hunters, including myself. Feel like we opened the season a little late here in Louisiana. Probably should have been open two weekends ago, but that's an effort to, according to the department, the population needs to be rebuilt, so they're cutting back on the number of gobblers that are being harvested. Anyway, Miss Jurisich has been doing really well in Alabama. In addition to a fishing report we're going to get, let's start off with a turkey report. Mitch, they are, are, are gobbling up a storm over there in Alabama, according to what I hear. Don, I've never seen a season like this in years i mean it's like everywhere you go you hear the birds you, you can't make a wrong move uh you know i had a very good weekend opening weekend last weekend uh you know two hunts two birds and i, I just couldn't ask for better than that but i called up you know numerous birds and just picked a better bird out the flocks and a lot of a lot of groups of gobblers you know just hanging out by themselves i didn't see many hens which you know they opened the season 10 days later this year uh but it warmed up so early we were hearing birds gobble at the end of deer season and i'm i'm thinking these hens these hens may have went on a nest a little early you know and that's why these groups of gobblers are just out there looking around and you know, I, I guess I was a pretty sexy hen last weekend. <laughs> I think you're right on that call. You know, I got a report last year from a, a Mississippi hunter that said there were hens with poults walking around while the season was still open. That's how late right. the season's been open. And that should not be. That should not be. No, and I think uh, I think we're going to see that this year because uh, Alabama goes all the way to, uh, into, into May 
about the middle of May this year, and I think that's a little bit late. You know, uh, I don't know. It's just I don't know what they tweak, and they claim in the they want these uh, mature birds to breed so they can make you know better better birds. But I well, I noticed during deer season our population seemed to have has you know seemed like it exploded, and I don't know what the cause of it is. I don't know if it's less predators or what. But my son went up the day I came home. He went up the next day. I told him, I said, you need to get up there. Well, he went up there in the afternoon by 2.30. He had him a bird. So, And he's been giving me reports of multiple birds gobbling. He don't know which way to go. And I said, well, <laughs> the the saying was always go to the first one that gobbled. He says, Dad, they all gobbled at the same time. I don't know which way to run. So, that's a, that's he's a wonderful thing. He's called up several, you know. So, But they they kind of getting hung up on him. I said, well, you've been up there a few days, and I was up there. So they're probably starting to say hold up. You yeah, know, they're getting, a little, right they're getting a little wise. Well, that's great. It's right. a great sport, and, you know, you can't beat it. Well, Mitch, let me get you to comment on this. You know, you don't fish bass tournaments. and I mean, you have kayak tournaments out of your marina, but you do fish the, the offshore tournaments. What about too much technology? You know, do you, or you believe, well, like a lot of people, let's say, well, look, if the stuff is available and you, you use every tool in the toolbox, or a lot of people are saying, ah, you know, it wasn't meant to be like that. You know, let's go back to people that have real fishing skills. Technology has come a long way. And I'll tell you, in the offshore world, we noticed there were several boats that were winning all these tournaments. Well, the best kept secret was, the, you know, this omnidirectional sonars that they, they had in their boats, which we didn't know much about. Well, now almost every offshore uh, boat has these omnidirectional sonars, which actually locate the fish. You chase the fish down, and, you know, you can watch what direction it's going, see what depth it's at. And it's kind of taken some of the – a lot of the luck out the game. Now it's more or less knowing your electronics and knowing how to use them. And I think it's given us all an unfair advantage to say – you know, because now you're taking the the guessing out of it, and and you know, I I've seen these boats, you know, without the sonar, really getting frustrated at these tournaments because you know they claiming, okay, well, hold up, we need we need to make two different categories. So, but technology is 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 what it is, you know, and and it's hard to it's hard to say if you know to to take it away from everyone and say, all right, well, you can have your technology, you just, you just can't use it during a tournament. That evens the playing field. I, I'm, I got mixed emotions on it, but I think, you know, in, in a certain – I heard what you said about the kayaks getting really, really, you know, fancied up and everything. And and I understand. I understand the frustration because you've taken a good old guessing out of it and, you know, luck and everything else, and now you're going more to technology. And, it, and it's kind of – I think it does create an unfair advantage for those who, who can't afford it or – I just want to stick with the original old-time ways of, of doing things. Yeah, you hate to see them split it, but, I mean, that could be an answer where you have motorized and non-motorized uh, tournaments, and you'd participate in whichever one suits your fancy. That might be a solution. Well, Mish, before you go, give me a quick fishing report around the marina there. How's the guys been doing? Uh, well, when it, whenever the weather cooperates, they're doing great. I had a buddy of mine and his wife went out the other day. They caught uh, 35 beautiful trout. Uh, right here in Bay Adams, right, right, right outside the marina, uh, and they threw back about a dozen undersized. But the, it's kind of crazy because the ones they kept were all very nice keepers, and he said the ones they threw back were, you know, 
pretty much very much undersized, which is a good thing because that means, you know, we got some young trot out there that by the time the summer rolls around should be should be getting close to legal legal size. But yeah, the the guides are coming in with red redfish and speckled trout, you know, when the weather it's just and it seems like the weekends, like right now it's really nice, you know, it's day calm. But I think what we're looking at after a while, I think the wind's gonna pick up out the southwest and and this gives us it wreaks havoc on us here in Empire because that southwest wind when it really picks up it kinda blows that tide in and next thing you know we gotta deal with the floodgate deal and that's gonna probably happen later on this evening. You know, just like yesterday, even the floodgate had to close with the uh, southwest winds that were blowing really brisk uh, yesterday evening. So we need these weekends to fall on beautiful weather, and whatever happens <laughs> during the week happens, you know. But the guide the guide fishing has really picked up. Uh, you know, they're getting busy again, good for them, because they had kind of a tough winter. And, and they're coming in with some nice nice catches, you know, uh, good mixed catches of everything. And it's, 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 it's picking up, uh, you know, so we got uh, tons of live bait. We we haven't had a problem with live shrimp all winter. We we were very fortunate. Our live bait boats were able to catch catch us uh, some beautiful shrimp all all winter long. And that's of course now the little brown shrimp is starting to show up. So that should get even easier for them. I want to compliment you on your t- condition of your live shrimp tank too. You got one of the nicest, cleanest. Uh, easily accessible uh, tanks that I've seen at any of the marinas. You guys are doing a great job down there. you got the lodging available for people that want to bring their own boats and launch. If you want to hook them up with a guide service, you got that. And, of course, right upstairs to Ponderosa right after your trip, or you can get a great meal up there. Right. And uh, we've been very, very fortunate in that, in that as well. We we got hooked up with the local shrimp guy who started plate freezing his, his own catch and uh it, what it means, it's not IQF shrimp. It's you know plate freezing, and when you thaw them out, they they they're just like uh just like the minute they were caught. It's beautiful, and we're balling some of those big beautiful ten ten to thirteen count shrimp at the marina now Ooh, at the yeah. restaurant. I mean, they're delicious. Not only that though, he's doing us a, a great job with our, our dead bait because he's able to you know freeze the dead bait the same way plate freezing and uh. So when you thought he'd strip out, I mean, they just look like the day they were caught. They just came out the water, and, and that's doing real well. And what's great about that, it's local Plaquemines Parish, Louisiana, caught shrimp. And we're, we're able to finally get our hands on some good local product like that to, to serve in the yeah. restaurant. We're that's very, very happy with that. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for the report, Mitch, and good luck. You hope you have a, continue to have a great turkey season, and we'll catch up with you next time. All right, I'll send you some more reports. <laughs> Very good. All Thank right. you. Keep those pictures coming. Love to see them, especially those kids. All right, we'll be back with Daryl Carpenter's report after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, let's check in with Daryl Carpenter. We need a Grand Isle Area Fishing Report. Daryl, can you help us out? Don, it's been really good. You just had to pick your wind window, so to speak. And what I mean by that is sometimes even during the course of a single fishing trip or a single day, you're getting that three or four hour window where the wind lays down and you're really able to get out there and target those fish where you want. The fish are starting to show up in the lower bays. They're starting to show up in the open water. So that's where the the wind window helps. But man, when you do um, the lower end of the bays, you know, the Queen Bess Island, the uh, areas over toward Mitch, who you were just speaking to over toward four Bayou have been really good and really producing a lot of nice trout. Uh, Live shrimp is still, I mean, you can plastic it, and we, we try that a lot, 
But right now, it just seems like that live shrimp is what they're really after. Yes, indeed. That seems to be the ticket. How are the marinas uh, stacked up down there for live bait? They've pretty much got a good supply. Uh, I know know that this week, earlier in the week, there was a little bit. I mean, it's like one school of shrimp left, and it was kind of hard to catch some. But now every you know the shrimp are shown back up. They're they're getting smaller. They're getting more like bait size now instead of them big sixteen twenties we've been using for bait. But uh, yeah, everything's looking good. It, it's they've started catching a few. We've got another crop coming in, so everybody ought to be stocked up. In fact, I'll be on the bait boat here in just a little while as soon as the sun comes up. Very good, Daryl. I, I, somebody sent me a picture, and I, I think it was pretty recent of a, a boat coming in. And the entire bottom of the boat was filled with those big sheephead. Had to be coming in from an offshore trip. Uh, is that still going on down there, that spawn on the sheep's head? Oh, yes, indeed, Don. As, as we talked about last week, they're, they're really ganged up on the platforms right now. Uh, the close-in platforms between here and Fouchon, you can just about pick any one of them. Just bump around a little bit until you find a hungry school of them. But they, when you, if you, for the folks that have never seen it, you know, caught it on a good clear water day, when when we tell you those sheephead gang up on those platforms, there'll literally be thousands of them in a school, just all circling around a platform, doing what they do for breeding season, you know, for spawning season. But you find the right one, there's thousands of them there. And, yes, you're right. There's been a lot of trips right now that have been made. The problem is the weather. You know, you look at today. Today you got a five to the forecast at 5 to 10. It's doing better, the better part of 10 right now out of the west. But you still got a small craft use caution out there because, well, earlier in the week it was forecasted to be two to threes with occasional fives. And I think they bumped it down today to just two to threes. But still – you know, in, in, a, in a bay boat, that might be a little bit bumpy for you. Got it. Dow, before you go, uh, you're on my website, Real, that's R-E-E-L, Screamers.com. Give them the telephone number and your website. Well, it's RealScreamers.com. Then go to my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. The telephone number in right. case they want to call you and get a, a trip booked in. We're at 225-937-6288. All right. Sounds good, Dow. Go get them, my friend. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. All right. We come back after this. Getting a lot of text messages in about uh, high-technology use in competitive fishing tournaments. Some pros and some cons on that. We also got DJ Rhett coming up. He's going to be boiling head-to-head. We're in competition later on this morning, and I got a lot of text coming in. We'll be back with them right after this on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.